And good evening, everybody, from the Frank Parati Jr. Arena in Hamden, Connecticut, the People's United Center. It is Quinnipiac Bobcats hockey is tonight. It's game two of the ECAC quarterfinals as the Quinnipiac Bobcats take on the Brown Bears. He's Steve Pappas. I'm Dan Ball. Thanks so much for joining us here on the Quinnipiac Bobcats Sports Network for tonight's broadcast. We'll give you the starting lineups first for the Brown Bears on left wing. It's the same line that started yesterday's game. Justin Jallen, the freshman from St. Paul, Minnesota. At center, the junior from Londonbury, New Hampshire, Brent Bodwin. And on the right wing, the senior from Hamilton, New York, Alex Brink. On defense, the sophomore from Green Bay, Wisconsin, Tony Stilwell. And his partner, the junior from Warwick, Rhode Island, Zach Jatari. In goal for the Brown Bears, Gavin Nieto, the junior from Yorba, Yorba Linda, California. For the Bobcats, meanwhile, they start their top line tonight. It's the freshman from Birmingham, Michigan, Wyatt Bongiovanni. The center, Odin Tufto, the sophomore from Chaska, Minnesota. And on the right wing, the freshman from North Vancouver, British Columbia, Ethan DeYoung. On defense, the freshman from Bedford, Nova Scotia, Peter Deliberatori. And the junior from Dundee, Illinois, Brogan Rafferty. In net for the Bobcats, the junior from Anchorage, Alaska, Andrew Shortridge. We welcome in Steve Pappas. And Steve, for the Bobcats, in terms of the ECAC, it's win or go home tonight. Yeah, they got to do a better job than what they did last night at getting out to a fast start. They've been so good in this first period the entire season, outscoring opponents 41-12, to 12, and they need to do that. They need to get the crowd in it tonight if they have any chance of winning tonight because they kind of lulled the crowd to sleep last night. Odin Tufto, Brent Bodwin in for the opening faceoff. We'll talk more about last night's game in a little bit. The Brown Bears stole a game here in Hamden. Game one, the score was 2-1 to one in overtime. Jack Gessert getting the game-winning goal, but we're underway. The faceoff controlled by the Brown Bears. The Bobcats skate right to left across your computers. Andrew Shortridge in the net to our right as Peter Deliberatori has the puck. Sends it for Wyatt Bongiovanni in the right wing corner, but it's stolen by the Bears momentarily. Reversed by Deliberatori. Cross corner for Brogan Rafferty. Ethan DeYoung back, but it's stolen again. Sent back to the point, but too hot for Tony Stillwell. This one will send all the way back into the defensive zone for the Brown Bears. The Bobcats get a change on offense as Stillwell starts it back the other way. Bodwin over the line at center. He'll send it into the corner, and the Bears will start a change of their own. Deliberatory knocked off the puck there. Craig Martin back to get it for the Bobcats. Left wing corner sent off the boards out to center. Knocked down by Anea Ferrario right by the blue line, but it came out. William Falstrom has it for the Bobcats. Two on three into the zone. He's knocked off the puck on a big hit made there by Chris Berger. Brought back the other way. One on four by... The Brown Bears had sent back into the zone now after the turnover in the neutral zone by Alex Whalen. Carlos Chukste has it back behind the Bobcats net. He's paired right now with Zach Metza, the freshman who was praised by assistant coach Joe Dume for his play in game number one. Craig Martin tries to throw a pass middle. Chukste backhand pass. Here's Whalen. He scores! What a pass by Carlos Chukste to Alex Whalen. Right on the face-off side in the circle, he beats Gavin Nieto, glove side, and a minute, eight seconds in, the Bobcats have a one nothing lead. And we talked about a fast start at the opening of this game, and a, a fast start indeed, a minute, eight seconds into this one, Alex Whalen gets that scoring touchback, his 12th goal of the season. I talked about him yesterday, how I wanted to see him contribute a little more into the offense, and no better way to do it than open up the scoring here in game number two. Alex Whalen had a goal at Brown, in the penultimate game of the regular season, he puts the Bobcats on the board here in Game 2. Andrew Shortridge stops the puck back behind his net. Luke Shiplow and Cam Boudreaux the pairing for the Bobcats. Shiplow returns after serving a one-game suspension in Game 1. Michael Lombardi chips the puck in right-wing corner. He'll forecheck it. Dorian Dawson meets him there. Brady Shue has it. He starts the breakout. Michael Maloney chips it ahead. 
Carried through center by Jack Gessert. He scored the game-winning goal, but he turns it over. Desi Burgart sends it over the blue line, but we have a stoppage of play and an offside. 18-22 remaining here in the first period. You know, before that goal by Whalen, I was really impressed with how the Bobcats, I was criti- uh, critical of them last night in saying that they were very hesitant to move the puck. They weren't really going with their first instinct. Early in this one, what, we're a, a, minute and f- or a minute 40, a minute 38 into this game. They've been very quick. They've been very decisive of where the pass needs to go, and that led to that Alex Whalen goal. I believe it was Craig Martin with a beautiful pass. Both starting lines back on the ice now. Faceoff outside the offensive zone for the Bobcats. Ethan DeYoung has control of the puck. Chips it back behind Nieto's net. Controlled and brought ahead by Gachari. Drop back for Tony Stilwell. His pass toward the middle connected by Justin Jallen. A shot deflected wide. A hit off the stick of Brogan Rafferty. 12th goal of the year from Alex Whalen. You can hear the announcement coming over the PA. Peter Deliberatore turns it over at the red line for the moment. But luckily Wyatt Bon Giovanni was back on it. Jallen gets it over the blue line. Puck is still bouncing. It skitters back to the neutral zone, and Tony Stillwell will have to regroup. Stillwell and Jatari, the defensive pairing here for the Brown Bears, knocked off the stick there. Peter Delibertor to Brogan Rafferty behind the Bobcats' net. Bon Giovanni kicks it ahead for Odin Tufto. Sent to the outside. He fakes the pass, carries into the zone himself. Backhand pass looking for Delibertori was blocked. Anea Ferrario sends it rink-wide, carried into the zone now by Trey Dodd looking for a lane in the net. He's kicked. Kick to the outside on a nice defensive play by Metza. Sent to the point, though, Max Gottlieb. A wrist shot through traffic deflected wide. Craig Martin in the right wing corner trying to start the breakout. He carries through center. Doesn't have a lane. Bodied off the puck on the far side boards. A battle ensues. Two Bobcats, two Brown Bears aside. Puck comes loose for the moment. DeYoung hit up high, no call. It looked like he caught an elbow right there, and he shakes it off. In the corner, DeYoung now mets a puck, goes too far for him. Odin Tufto back on the defensive end, sends it high off the boards ahead for Craig Martin. A one-on-one rushes the rest of the Bobcats change. Martin has it left-wing corner offensive zone as the rest of the Bobcats come on the ice with him. Battle ensues along with Ben Taylor. He had it for the moment. Puck comes loose for William Falstrom, left-wing corner. Tried to get a backhand pass. It goes back to the point. Chuksa shot gets blocked. Chuksa was able to collect that puck, take it from the backhand to the forehand. Alex Whalen keeps the puck in at the blue line in a nice battle. And he's taken down by Joachim Weberg. We're going to have a penalty on the play. It's going to be a hook in the Bobcats. Three minutes and 25 seconds into this one, we'll get their first power play. Alex Whalen has been on something today because he's got that goal early in this one and just a dogged play to get through two brown bears. We look at it on the Jumbotron and... Weberg takes him down. It'll go to the box. Sit for two. This Bobcat power play struggling as of late. 0 for 12 on their last attempt. Uh, on their last 12 attempts, 0 for 3 a night ago. So we'll see what happens now with Luke Shiplow back in the lineup. But it looks like they're going to go with Bon Giovanni, Tufto, Friedman, DeYoung, and Rafferty. Bobcats on the season, 26.2% on the power play, third in the nation. The Brown Bears, 82.6% on the penalty kill. That is 25th. Controlled by the Bears back behind their own net on the power play. Sent along the far boards, but kept in at the line by Tufto. His pass got blocked, and it's cleared all the way down. So, as he said, it's the first line of Tufto, Bon Giovanni, and DeYoung. T.J. Friedman and Brogan Rafferty playing the points. T.J. Friedman listed again on the depth chart as a defenseman. He was also praised by Coach Dumais for how he played, given the fact that it was his first collegiate game on defense after playing the entire season as a depth center for this Bobcats team. He did a really good job of filling in. He got unfortunately stuck out on the last one-timer by Rafferty from the point and a save made by Nieto. He got stuck out out on the ice on the tying goal at the end of that third period um, for someone who, you know, getting their first experience of defense in the playoffs to give up a goal or to be on the ice for that game-tying goal, which then led to the game-winning goal. Is, uh, it's something that, you know, you kind of shoots your confidence a little bit, but, uh, you know, you, win, you, you learn from your mistakes and you come back and 
Freeman, uh, a very good player in his own right at center, is looking to do the same thing at uh, defense tonight. Puck, puck was cleared into the bench by the Brown Bears, into the Bobcats bench. An argument going on between Rand Pecknold and the referees as to where the faceoff should be. Goaltending stats quickly, Gavin Yato in net, 18 games, 16 starts, 10-5-1 on the season. Alex Whalen had it on the backhand, he sent it through the crease. It didn't connect with anybody. Second unit on now for the Bobcats as William Falstrom had the puck jump over his stick and it's cleared all the way down. On the other side, Andrew Shortridge, the junior, 24 games, 23 of them starts a 17-5-2 record, picking up just his fifth loss of the season in net with the overtime loss coming yesterday. Alex Whalen in over the line, right side, sends it cross corner now. Carlos Chukesta pinching from the point. Two Bobcats there, one of them Nick Germain, the other one William Falstrom, sent along the boards, didn't get enough on it, and it's cleared all the way down by the Bears. You mentioned... Andrew Shortridge last night got credit for the loss, but probably his best game, maybe of his career, really, at his career high in 38 saves. Just wasn't able to get the last one that squeaked through his skates, but 38 saves and a loss is not always a bad thing for a confidence booster. Bon Giovanni keeps it in right wing point. 23 seconds remaining on the power play for the Bobcats. 14.56 remaining opening period. The puck went up. They thought for the moment it hit the netting, and it did. So we'll have a face-off now with 14.53 coming what appears to be in the offensive zone. Yeah, the struggles continue here for the Bobcat power play. They just can't get anything done. They can't get any sustained pressure, whether it be the first line or the second line. It's kind of a, a enter the zone, and the puck gets cleared by Brown. There's not really uh, extended zone time for the Bobcats right now. We got the first line back out there with Tufto, Bon Giovanni, the young Friedman, and Rafferty. You can see the impact that Brandon Fortunato had on the power play. The team is just 6 for 33 on the power play without him. That's good for 29th in the nation, so just about halfway. So for a power play that's third in the nation overall at 26.2%, you can see the impact that Brandon Fortunato had on defense. Brogan Rafferty carries into the zone. A wrist shot. He missed the net. Puck rebounds all the way back to the left wing corner. Bon Giovanni kept it in, but the power play is over. The Bobcats are 0 for 1. Michael Maloney has it. He'll send it cross corner into the offensive zone for the Bears. They'll change. Odin Tufto and Brent Bovin go one-on-one -on -one for the puck. Rafferty has it now, right wing corner. Bon Giovanni sends it high off the glass out to center. DeYoung gets it at the red line. He'll send it the rest of the way. The Bobcats start a change on both offense and defense. Gavin Nieto sends it along the boards. Big hit laid there on the far side boards. Puck comes back out to center. Joe O'Connor back playing defense. Not on defense necessarily, but he's back covering for the time being. The puck is loose back behind the net. Tufto will start the breakout. He's at the end of a long shift. Dion catches over the red line. Backhand pass goes for Luke Shiplow, but they're going to say that DeYoung was offside. Young's taken a couple big hits early in this game. Brown trying to stay to their identity of being a hard physical team. You know, they might not be as skilled as the Bobcats. You know, we say that, and they beat them last night, but, you know, they beat them down with grit and, and, and skill at some points. You know, they outshot them, which you don't really see out of a Rand Pecknell team, a team to get outshot like that and so heavily. It was 40-26, to 26, the final numbers on the, uh, on the shot chart. Right now, 3 nothing in favor of the Bobcats, a one nothing score. But we get our first media timeout of this one. But going back to my point on DeYoung, you know, that's a good way for Brown to get back into this game. You know, you don't have any shots on the board right now, but you establish your physical presence so you can get in the team's head and you can get them off their game and maybe take a penalty, uh, an undisciplined penalty at that as well. Bobcats leading 3 nothing on the shot board, out chancing the Brown Bears by a score of 4-2, to and uh, are there some differences that you've seen from the start from this Bobcats team in the first six minutes of the first period as from last night? Oh yeah, they're much more decisive in this game. Yesterday it just seemed like they, were, they weren't really ready to play. You know, you, you get a week off, you get the bye week, 
Um, and you kind of under underestimate your opponent a little bit. And I think the ice conditions, which were a factor for both coaches, they said that it, it was very poor. You know, could have had a, a, a part of it. But, you know, the Bobcats have come out just steaming so far in this one. And to get that early goal is the key to the game for me, and that's exactly what they needed. Face-off in the neutral zone, Nick Germain, Desi Burgart, Scott Davidson for the Bobcats, Zach Metza, Carlos Chukta on the blue line. Puck is played in the left-wing corner. Now Nick Germain tried to find it. Puck is loose near the slot. Finding it for the moment was Desi Burgart, but it's controlled by Zach Atari. Sent high off the glass out to center where Carlos Chukta will regroup. 13:40 remaining opening period. one nothing Bobcats on the goal from Alex Whalen, his 12th. Carlos Chukta, Craig Martin picking up the assist. Desi Burgard has it back behind the net. Tried to send it to the crease. Chukta finds Zach Metza. Right wing point. Rishad couple deflections and it goes wide to Gavin Nieto's net. Chris Berger has it right wing forge. Chips it all the way out to center. In for Tommy Martian. He takes a shot from near the point and it's smothered with the glove by Andrew Shortridge. Being broadcasters, we love the game uh, in a numbers way as, as well. If you want to look the Bobcats, when scoring first this season, are 24-2. and two. However, they were 23-2 and two last night. They scored first and were not able to pull out a victory. Last night as well was the first time all season the Brown Bears won a game after trailing after the second period. They were 0-10-2 before that. Now they are 1-10-2. Some, some, so some streak breakers uh, possibly for this, this one. The Bobcats have never lost a three-game series here at the People's United Center, the Frank Friday Jr. Arena, the, uh, the, the bank, whatever you want to call it. They've never lost a three-game series here. Uh, and, you know, as well, they've never lost to Brown in back-to-back games in their, in their program history. So something interesting to see as this game progresses, where, uh, where these historical stats lay. Shot from the point from Brady. Shoot went out of play. They'll do it again to the right of Andrew Shortridge. William Falstrom, Jack Gessert in on the draw. Puck is controlled in the defensive zone by the Bobcats. Luke Shiplow on it. Falstrom sends it off the boards out to center, center. Only as far as Brady shoot, but the puck jumped over his stick. Shoe and Whalen go one-on-one. Falstrom finds the puck. Tried to throw it to the middle for Craig Martin. It got deflected past him off the far glass. Carried through center by Gessert. Onto the backhand of Colin Burson. Throws on the brakes. A wrist shot and a save by Shortridge. The rebound is loose. But an early whistle coming from the referees in tonight's game. And Brown couldn't find the rebound. And now a little bit earlier than we saw yesterday, Steve, it took till the third period for our first scrum in front of the net. But now 12.54 remaining in the first, and we saw our first. Yeah, this is the kind of play that got Luke Shiplow ejected from the game against Yale. Is He's going at it with Maloney, I think, um, right now on the ice. But, you know, crashing, uh, a very careless crash to the net of Andrew Shortridge. The puck did come out. But at the same time, the whistle was blown. And whether you like it or not from the Brown side, you can't carelessly jump into that blue paint because Andrew Shortridge right now pleading his case to one of the officials that, you know, you just can't do that. You can't get into the blue crease with, with such speed. And that's what hurts goalies. You know, uh, Craig Anderson was a, big, was a big proprietor in making sure people stay out of the crease. Kerry Price a couple years ago. You know, goalies are such a, in a vulnerable spot. And, you know, to see guys run them like that, it's never good to see, especially for a guy like Shortridge who's looking to make the NHL at the end of the season. One-timer for Max Gottlieb from the point went wide, sent back into the defensive zone, controlled by Shortridge behind his net. Carlos Chukesta has it, reverses back for Rafferty. Pressure coming from this line that was so dangerous yesterday, but it's brought back the other way by Wyatt Bongiovanni. In along the left-wing side, looking for a pass, sends it to the point. Ethan Dion covering. Wrist shot goes just wide of the near post. Shot coming from DeYoung, kind of eluded Nieto, but it went wide of the net. No harm, no foul. Brought back the other way on the breakout by Justin Jallen in the Bears. Leaves it ahead for Alex Brink. He's at the red line. Knocked off the puck by Bon Giovanni. Fighting for it are both players. Brent Bodwin finds it. 
and the Brown Bears regain possession. Starting the breakout here, Tony Stilwell through the middle. It's Alex Brink, one on three. A wrist shot deflected. It went off the stick of Joe O'Connor covering and just wide of the post. Controlled along the left wing side. A shot by Stilwell on a save. The rebound loose. Alex Brink got a backhand on it. The shot came from near the top of the circles from Tony Stilwell, who had the assist on the game-winning goal in yesterday's game. The rebound was loose for Alex Brink, but Shortridge made the stop. This has been a tough series so far for this first line of the Bobcats of Tufto, Bongiovanni, and DeYoung. They haven't really been able to get their offensive pressure, and they've been giving up some pressure on the defensive end as well. And just right there, uh, a rebound right in front of Shortridge, who was a dangerous play. TJ Friedman taking the draw on offense. One of the things that Joe Dumay said before today's game was that they weren't really sure where they were going to throw TJ Friedman. And quote, you'll see him a little bit of everywhere. And that's what we're seeing right here. The rebound loose in front, controlled off the draw by the Brown Bears, but it's cleared by Luke Shiplow back out to center. Tony Stillwell, the first one back on it. Stillwell and Zach Jatari, the two defensemen out for Brown. You're going to hear their names a lot. They play a lot between the two of them and Max Gottlieb. Here's a two-on-one down low. The shot goes over the top of the net. Bad angle shot coming there from Trey Dodd. Kept in at the line. One-timer by Stillwell from the left-wing point is stopped by Shortridge. Controlled by Chuksa. He chips it all the way down into the defensive zone. Scott Davidson forechecking. No icing is the call. Tony Stillwell has it left-wing corner starting the breakout of the Brown Bears. Carried over by Joachim Weberg. He's on the score sheet today with a penalty, but he carries in one on four. Stopped by Zach Metza. Regains possession. Tries to throw it toward the middle. Weberg still somehow has possession of the puck, but he sends it along. Scott Davidson was the first one there on the right wing boards. Kicked out to center. But again, Brown regains control. Tommy Marchin sends it in off a stick into the corner. Zach Metza, the first one back for the Bobcats. 11 minutes remaining exactly first period. one nothing Bobcats. Spooned off the boards and a change will start as Joe O'Connor cleared the puck. Brady Shue starts it. That one stopped right at the line by Brogan Rafferty, but we have a hand in the air and it looks like it's going to be a too many men on the ice call going against the Bobcats off of the change. It's been a really good response for the Brown Bears. Seemingly endless amounts of chances and zone time in the offensive zone. The Bobcats really getting stuck in their own zone and a careless bench miner here for the Bobcats. It looks like Michael Lombardi will serve it, but uh, nonetheless both teams struggling on the power play so far this series, and really in the three games that they've played previously, neither team really having a very good time uh, on the power play, but we'll see what happens here. 10.48 left to play in the first period with the Bobcats up one nothing. Like Steve said, the Brown Bears power play, 13.1%. That's 56th in the nation. The penalty kill for the Bobcats has always been good, 87.3%. That is fourth best in the nation. So the two-minute minor, too many men on the ice being served by Michael Lombardi. Face-off in the offensive zone for the Brown Bears. To the right of Andrew Shortridge with 10.48 remaining opening period. Controlled off the draw by Quinnipiac. Rafferty sends it all the way down along the boards and down to Gavin Nieto. Back to get it is Max Gottlieb. Here the line is Gottlieb, Maloney, Jalen, Bodwin, and Ferrario. The five out for the Brown Bears. Craig Martin, Nick Germain, Brogan Rafferty, Carlos Chusta. The line for the Bobcats. Max Gottlieb reverses for Brent Bodwin. He brings it in over the line, stays on sides, in along the left wing side, trying to send it all the way around. Right point for Ania Ferrario, catches it along the boards. Gottlieb center point, now Ferrario. Him and Gottlieb play catch. A wrist shot from the point in a save made by Shortridge. Screen in front by Michael Maloney. Puck is stolen by Brogan Rafferty after it was sent carelessly along the boards, and he'll send it the rest of the way down. Good play by Rafferty using his feet to elude one of the Brown defensemen. Looked like he might have gotten that puck. Uh, stripped away from him if he kept going forward, was able to use those edges to uh, get towards the center of the ice and send that puck down. 107 left in the bench minor for the Bobcats. 
Brown getting a change, as are the Bobcats right now. Tony Stillwell gets it started in his own zone. Pass goes toward the middle. Pass was too far ahead. And this is going to be no icing as Tommy Marchand beats it after the pass by Chris Berger. was too far ahead of him. Right point now, Jatari cares toward the middle. Wrist shot goes wide of the post. He had a little room to shoot there. Peter Deliberatore skips that one all the way down the ice. 42 seconds remaining on the power play here for the Brown Bears, who again were 0 for in last night's game. Both teams were 0 for on the power play. Just three goals between the two teams over nearly 80 minutes of play. We'll get into more of that later. Tony Stillwell has it left wing corner. He turns it over. Craig Martin chips it back out to center. Craig Martin took a big hit there, too. You can see he's back up and playing. It looked like he was favoring an arm for the moment, but Tristan Crozier has it over the line, but the play is offsides as the pass was behind Colin Burston. Yeah, that was Dorian Dawson that laid that hit on Craig Martin, but Dawson goes to the bench, no call. Different refs from uh, a, a night ago. I know we kind of got on them just a little bit, but you know we, de- we defended them, I think, towards the end enough to where it, where it kind of evened out. But nonetheless, we have a, a different group of linesmen and referees tonight. Try and get you that at some point during the game. It plays underway, and I'll let Dan Ball do what he does best and call the rest of the game. Luke Shiplow sends it the rest of the way. Five seconds remaining on the power play. One last rush the other way for Max Gottlieb. He's over center, chips it along the boards and into the corner, so the power play's done. The Brown Bears are 0 for 1. William Falstrom has it in the corner, stolen away by Alex Brink, sent to the right point. Ania Ferrario tries to get a shot through, deflected by Jack Gessard in a save made by Shortridge. Good deflection out in front, stolen by Brink again. He's been all over the ice. Brink, a reverse pass is stolen by Lombardi. He chips it toward the middle, tried to get it to William Falstrom, who had... Some room to skate if he got there, but Lombardi whiffed on the pass, and the play is offsides. We have immediate timeout, 8 minutes and 29 seconds remaining. So you can see from that power play from the Brown Bears, a similar tactic being taken by the Bobcats on the penalty kill, and there was no room to move. No, I think Brown, though, had a better uh, setup than the Bobcats. They were able to set up in their zone more and have more zone time and get some shots while they didn't hit the net. They definitely uh, had a more promising uh, show of a power play than the Bobcats that were kind of like a scramble. So we'll give you the referees while we have the chance. Chris Potoschia and Tom Steinel are the referees. Dan Taggart and Brian Knapp are the linesmen. The coaches for both team, Brendan Wittett in his 10th year, 98 wins, 181 losses, and 44 ties. Rand Pecknold in year number 25, 510 wins, 305 losses, and 91 ties. Those are the two coaches for you. 8.29 remaining opening period. You can see now, if you come to the People's United Center in the Frank Parati Jr. Arena, they do have a banner to the left side of the arena in the back near the student section where they commemorate 500 wins for Rand Pecknold. He picked that one up against Colgate, actually, in the game that uh, we called along with Kirby Paulson. But we're going to go to Steve Pappas for the out-of-town scoreboard. So outside of this game, that's one nothing right now. Quinnipiac leading Brown. We go... Out to Cornell, where Cornell leads Union 2-0. Union up 1-0 in that series. Union, or Cornell, excuse me, got out to a fast start. Dartmouth, who dropped the game to Harvard last night, uh, leads Harvard right now 2-1 in the first period. Yale and Clarkson are scoreless. Yale, excuse me, Clarkson leads that series as they defeated Yale last night 3-1. Faceoff will be in the neutral zone. Kicked out there was Tristan Crozier, so Tommy Martian will take it. Odin Tufto on for the Bobcats, but it's controlled by Marchin in the Brown Bears. Sent off the boards and deflected into the zone on the right side by Chris Berger. Carlos Chuksta has it back in the corner. He'll start the breakout now right wing side. Too hot for Ethan DeYoung. Kept in at the line by Brady Shue, so the Bobcats fail to clear. Brogan Rafferty starts it, sends it high off the glass out to center. 
Zach Jatari, the first one there to control it, sent off the skate of Tristan Crozier, but he regains possession. Sent past Brogan Rafferty into the corner. Odin Tufto back on the defensive end, takes a hit from Chris Berger. Wyatt Bongiovanni will start the breakout now. Ethan DeYoung takes it through center. Rest of the line will change. DeYoung will forecheck as he sends it into the right wing corner in the offensive zone. 7.50 remaining opening period. one nothing Bobcats. Justin Jallen has it back behind Gavin Nieto's net, who hasn't seen... A ton of action now as the uh, shots have swung. It was originally 3-0 Quinnipiac, but now it's 5-3 Brown. Lombardi has it behind the net. Tries the wraparound, and a save made. The rebound loose, cleared to the corner by Brady Shue. This one's chipped all the way back out to center. It goes out of play. We'll get another stoppage with 7 minutes and 30 seconds left, but a good chance there for Michael Lombardi. Yeah, before I go into that chance of Michael Lombardi, there's just a, a magnet to that brown bench. It just <laughs> seems like, you know, we had like 4 or 5 last night that ended up in that bench. Right now, 1 already, but yeah, that was... I was going to say before that before that Lombardi chance, it seemed like there was absolutely no zone time the Bobcats have had since that goal, but they finally get a shot on goal in that nice little wraparound by Lombardi, and we'll see what comes of that with 7.30 left to play here in the first period. Lombardi had it for the moment. He was pinned along the boards. The puck skitters back out to center. Zach Metza, the first one back. Metza in deliberatory, the defensive pairing. Michael Lombardi catches a pass in on the left-wing side. Wrist shot, missed the net high and wide. Kept in at the line by Metza. Throw toward goal. Deflection there for Michael Lombardi. He went for it at least. A save made by Gavin Nieto on the left-wing boards. Now it was turned over by Burgart. Puck is loose. Ania Ferrario sends it ahead for Brent Bowden. He has it at center. Carries in over the line. Him and Peter Deliberatori go one-on-one. Alex Brink pokes to the corner. Bowden had it. Lost it. Ferrario fakes the shot. He'll send it into the corner. Deliberatori could not catch the pass. And... Brown continues possession. Walking in is Max Gottlieb to the top of the circles. A wrist shot is deflected off the block by Joe O'Connor, and it goes out of play. Max Gottlieb was wide open earlier in that play at the blue line, having his stick banging on the ice for that pass. Surprised that nobody heard it or really saw it because he, he had five or six feet of just open ice to skate in and try and get a better shot on Shortridge than the one he just had. But, you know, nonetheless, get a face-off to the left of Shortridge. Our left, his right. Looked like Chuksu was about to take the face-off. Didn't think that was right. Falstrom and Gessert on the draw. Honestly, after the way that the positions have rotated this weekend, who really knows, but it was William Falstrom that took the draw. It's controlled by Brown in the left-wing corner, played down low by Colin Burston behind the net. Looking for a lane is Burston. He's on the left-wing boards. It's stolen by Luke Shiplow. He's going to try to split the defense. Here comes Shiplow, but he had it poke-checked away as he took it over the line. Falstrom keeps it in. Tried to send a pass down low for Shiplow, who was still on offense. Carlos Chukst has seen enough of this. He collects the puck at the red line and sends it all the way in to the offensive zone. 6-17 remaining opening period. Stolen by William Falstrom. Tried to kick it toward the middle in Craig Martin, but that one's turned over. Michael Maloney had it only as far as center. This one's turned back the other way by Martin. Craig Martin, a wrist shot and a blocker save. He was going that high blocker side on the left wing side. The lefty shooting Martin, but he missed the net. Martin steals on the right wing boards. Possible two-on-one down low. Falstrom behind the net. Tried to force a pass, could not. Falstrom again toward the middle and Rafferty. That shot got blocked as he stepped in from the point. Falstrom right in the middle of the point. A wrist shot through a screen. Save him up. Alex Whalen again, his second goal of the period, and the Bobcats are up two. A great play by William Falstrom to look off one of the Brown defenders. Looked like he was going to drop it back to Brogan Rafferty, who was coming back to the blue line. Got open ice right in the middle, kind of flubbed the shot a little bit. But Johnny on the spot is Alex Whalen for his second goal of the game. And the junior from Ramsey, New Jersey, gets his 13th of the year, and he's responded in a big way, getting the team on the board twice now here in the first period. 5.48 left to play. Bobcats lead 2-0. And you know, Steve, one of the things that uh, legendary Bobcats broadcaster Bill Schweitzer said 
in the hallway before today's game as this one sent down and we have an icing against the Brown Bears, 541 left. One of the things that Bill Schweitzer said that he noticed from yesterday's game is that nobody was going to the net. It was a lot of one and done. The Bobcats would get shots from the outside, but nobody was crashing for rebounds, and that's exactly what Alex Whalen did there. Yeah, and absolutely, and that leads to the to the low shot totals that they had last night. You know, ones and one and done, they don't get you much. They get you like 45, maybe 50, uh, excuse me, 15 to like 30 seconds of zone time, and you don't really get much out of that. But as soon as you start crashing the net, making the goalie's life difficult, is when you start getting those greasy rebounds and the goals like Whalen just scored his second of the game. Right wing point, a shot by Dorian Dawson gets blocked. Two Brown Bears go down simultaneously. Gives Peter Deliberatore the chance to break the puck out. Joe O'Connor sends it off the boards. And in deep, no icing is the call. Dawson back to get it. Controlled now at center ice. Sent in deep now by Joachim Weberg. The assist, we were just getting them for the moment. William Falstrom and Brogan Rafferty getting the assist. So for Brogan Rafferty, the assist total is climbing. That's seven assists in his last seven games. For the junior, he's a power play specialist, but he's not afraid to jump in on the offense. Five on five, he does there, getting the assist. William Falstrom, the other, on Alex Whalen's 13th of the year. That one sent in on Andrew Shortridge, and now we have a full melee. Three Brown Bears and five Bobcats. The rule, of course, being that the defenders can't go below the tops of the circle, so it kind of becomes an odd man advantage for the Bobcats. But again, the puck was sent in from center ice onto Shortridge. He made an easy save, but the Brown Bears went hard to the net. I got to tell you, this is the second time, and you know, Bobcats are actually good. It looks like they're going to go on a power play. It's Chris Berger going to the box, and good job by the referees to, oh, it's going to be an offsetting. It looks like Deliberatore is going to go as well, which I'm not really sure, because at some point when you have somebody crash into your goalie's net, earlier in that period, and then give him a snow shower early, uh, just now, you, you kind of had enough at that point. It's just somebody going to the net and kind of being a pest. I think Berger really deserves that penalty. I don't think Deliberatore for, for standing up for his goalie to not get that snow shower. I know in the NHL it's an automatic, you know, uh, it's an automatic uh, uh, game, not, mis- uh, not, uh, not game misconduct, let's try that again, but an unsportsmanlike conduct. Um, but at the same time, I don't, I don't think Deliberatore really deserves a penalty there. I would tend to agree with you. So it looks like it's going to be offsetting minors. Manpower is still being figured out as we have a TV timeout. So 4 minutes, 48 seconds remaining, first period. Bobcats up 2-0. If you're just joining us, Alex Whalen scored his 12th of the year. A minute and 8 seconds in from Carlos Chuxta and Craig Martin to give the Bobcats a 1-0 lead. Then just uh, about a minute or so ago, Whalen scored again on the rebound off the William Falstrom shot. His 13th of the year from Falstrom and Brogan Rafferty. And that is where we stand. So the faceoff will be in the offensive zone for the Brown Bears to the right of Andrew Shortridge. They'll skate four on four for two minutes. That's at least what the Brown Bears are showing. Tristan Crozier will take the draw. Tommy Marchin is his winger. Max Gottlieb, Anea Ferrario on the point for the Brown Bears. Nick Germain and Alex Whalen out on offense for the Bobcats. Germain will take the draw. Brogan Rafferty, Carlos Chuksa out on defense for the Bobcats. A false start on the draw. Nick Germain is kicked out. Whalen will take it. Germain is left shaking his head. Likely doesn't agree with the call, nor do most players ever. The one-timer from marching off the draw is turned aside by Shortridge. Rafferty starts the breakout, but he turns it over for the moment. Regained by Nick Germain, a three-on-two if they hurry. Alex Whalen, right wing side, throws it toward the middle, deflected, and just missed the net there as Brogan Rafferty was up on the offense, but now a possible odd man rush if Brown hurries. Tommy Marchin has it over the line, leaves it for Crozier, pass to the middle, deflected to Marchin, and he couldn't collect the pass. Good bumper play there by Max Gottlieb to try to get it towards Marchin. 
Rafferty battling for the puck. Jermaine finds it in over the line. Left for Rafferty, left wing side now, waiting for reinforcements. Leaves it for Luke Shiplow off the bench. He carries into the corner. Shiplow plays it through his legs, but he's knocked off the puck and a good defensive play by Gottlieb. His pass is blocked by Nick Germain. Rafferty has it back in his own zone, waiting for the rest of the Bobcats to change. Here comes Craig Martin, a three-on-three. A wrist shot, he missed the net. We had him glove side right there, just missed the shot of laser from Craig Martin right there. Zach Metza has it just outside the blue line. Desi Burgart waits for Joe O'Connor to touch up. He'll send it into the corner. Nea Ferrario goes one-on-one against Burgart. Two-on-two battle down low. Martin had it for the moment, but lost it. Zach Chitari brings it back the other way. The defender, or the defender excuse me, bringing it up on the rush. One-on-one against Shiplow. Gets around. Tries for the wraparound. It was blocked there. Alex Brink was kind of setting a pick by accident. A wrist shot there gets blocked by Burgart. Tony Stillwell tried to feed it through, but a big block by the freshman. Good play by Burgart. Martin didn't have a stick and was out of position he, uh, on that play, and a great block by Burgart to send that out of the zone. 32 seconds remaining on the 4-on-4 four four before both teams go back to 5-on-5 five five play. Banked off the boards there by Brent Bodwin, but nobody covering as the defense for the Brown Bears was changing. Brady Shue has it back in his own zone. Carried over center. And brought into the zone now by Colin Burston. Burston with a burst of speed. Carries behind the net. Try to cut it toward the middle. The rebound's loose. And Michael Maloney with on the shot. Good stick in the lane there. Looked like it came from Odin Tufto. Played in the corner now. Left wing corner sent behind the net for Michael Maloney. One-on-one battle goes Maloney. Tries to carry. He has it all the way back on the point. Backhand pass for Shoe. Left point is blocked by Friedman and chipped back out to center. Both players are out. We'll go back to five on five now. TJ Friedman pressures Brady Shoe, but he finds the puck. Sends it all the way across. Nobody home. Odin Tufto finds it. He'll backhand it into the offensive zone and get a change. 2.35 remaining opening period. Bobcats up 2-0 on two goals from Alex Whalen. As far as center comes Jack Gessert. He flips it into the left wing corner. Luke Shiplow, the first one there, sends it slowly for Nick Germain. Big hit taken down low after the pass was made by Luke Shiplow. Colin Burson was the one that threw the hit. Shiplow doesn't like it, but there's no call. Falstrom has it in the offensive corner, right wing corner. Sent along the boards now for Nick Germain. Goes one-on-one, tries to get the puck free. He's knocked off the puck by Burston. Here's Falstrom. He gets free down low. Two-on-one play, and Germain, he was trying to send it across for an open Scott Davidson, but a great diving play on defense. Ben Taylor, the puck was too hot for him now. Brogan Rafferty has it in his own zone. 153 remaining here, first period. Drop back for Nick Germain at center. He has some open space to skate. He gets it only as far as the blue line, and it's taken back the other way by Tony Stilwell. Stillwell to center, carries in over the blue line. He goes down, looked like he fell from his own volition, no call. Peter Delibertor battling, but it's a two-on-one. He still gets it free. Joe O'Connor chips it off the boards and out to center. Zach Guitari beats Michael Lombardi there. O'Connor tries to fight for the puck. He wins the battle. A shot by O'Connor and a save made by Nieto. Creating his own offense there was Joe O'Connor from the neutral zone. Joe O'Connor just used his big body to bully one of the Brown defensemen to get that puck. But earlier in that sequence, Anea Ferrario with a great diving play to knock that puck out of a very dangerous scoring zone for the Bears. Michael Lombardi through center, gets it to the line and into the corner. We're ticking towards one minute remaining here, opening period. Bobcats up 2-0. Carlos Tuxa keeps it in left point. He's only able to chip it as far as the near boards. And the puck is sent out of play. This time, surprisingly, it was into the Bobcats bench and not the Bears. So we'll get a face-off. It appears in the offensive zone. 57.5 seconds remaining here in the first. We've got to see now where the face-off will be located. It looks like it'll go to the right of Gavin Nieto in the defensive zone for the Brown Bears. And the Bobcats are sending out right now the hottest line that they got in Alex Whalen, Craig Martin, William Falsham, Friedman, and Chooks to Whalen. Remember the first game I called this season had a hat trick. Two, two-thirds of the way there right now. 
Frankly enough, that was the last time that the Bobcats also won a home game on a Saturday this season. They are 1-4-1 and on the season with their last win coming on October 27th against AIC. Brought back the other way by Justin Jallen. He may have a step on Friedman. Here's Jallen, a shot and a kick save by Shortridge. Play off the faceoff for the Bobcats. Went awry. T.J. Friedman was going one way. The puck went the other. The puck is loose in front of the net, but it's cleared by Friedman. Here comes Friedman and Craig Martin, two on two the other way. Martin over the blue line. Looks for a pass middle. He's got Friedman. Tried to get it in on goal. The puck's still loose. He tried to get the wrist shot. It was blocked and skittered in on goal. Nieto had trouble controlling it. Falstrom tips it off his stick and into the corner now. Gets the rest of the change. First line for the Bobcats out in the final 20 seconds. Turnover in front. Bonji Mani lost a shot by Tufto, and I think he hit the post. I think that might have hit the stick, actually, of Gavin Nieto. Great save by the goaltender there. Throwing it toward the middle was Brogan Rafferty. He couldn't get a shot all the way through. Nine seconds remaining here. Bon Giovanni throws it in on goal and a glove save made by Nieto. Either way, you could see the emphatic washout coming from the referee near the line and a great chance for Odin Tufto, the best we've probably seen from him in this series. Yeah, it's such a cliche, but the next goal is huge. It's either going to be a three-goal lead for the Bobcats, which I guess is one of the most dangerous leads in hockey. You kind of sit back on that. But for Brown, if they can get one at the... You know, six and, a half, six and a half seconds or 200 feet away from their own goal, it's very unlikely that they'll score uh, here. But if they get one early in that second period, cut the lead down to two to one, uh, then it'll, it'll be huge for their confidence going into the rest of this game. Draw controlled in the defensive zone by the Brown Bears. Puck is still loose. Tough to a last-minute shot and a save by Nieto. And that will do it for the first period of play. So the shots are even at nine after one period of play, but the only score that matters is 2-0. That's what the Bobcats lead the Brown Bears on two goals from Alex Whalen. We'll see you back here for the second period.